Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life Round. I'm your host, Marcello, and today I want to welcome you back to another episode. Uh, it's been a little bit since I post last time. Um, I've been trying to be as much active as possible in this podcast. I apologize for uh, not post for a little bit, but it's a little complicated. I have a busy summer, uh, this coming summer as always, so I'm going to try to stay as much active as possible. However, I want to thank, first of all, everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. I noticed there was a big increase of people who listened to it. I think I have 91 listening total of all time. And I think that's super awesome. I think, thank you so much for everything, honestly. It's been great. I appreciate seeing how many people listen to it. It gives me like a good overview of, I guess, you know, guessing how much people like my podcast, if they like it or whatnot. However, yeah, the it's been great. Honestly, I've, I was so surprised. I think like in one day, seven of my episode were listened to, which had never happened before. Like the statistics were showing like a incredible increase within like few amount of time. And I was just so thrown off by it because that was awesome. That was amazing. So thank you guys so much again for listening. And I hope you guys enjoy my podcast. I hope, um, you uh, recommend it to somebody if you think it's uh, worth your time. So thank you so much for taking your time and listening to um, our discussions. And so, um, yeah, so pretty much um, today I wanted to talk about uh, something that came out to me. As I mentioned in the last episode, uh, my episode kind of take time to do them because I don't like to just do one for the hell of it. I like to wait time for me to get kind of inspiration behind it and kind of have a topic that I really want to talk about. I usually don't like to just throw in something like that. So it's been taking me some time to think about what my next episode was going to be. But then it came to me like when I was um, um, taking a shower one day and it just came to me what I wanted to talk about because it just was something that I had noticed lately and I'm going to explain all my points and everything as always but I just was so intrigued by this and first thing first I wanted to say I officially deleted my account off of TikTok I got really tired of it and part of it is what I was gonna what I am gonna talk about today so just bear with me but um, just the topic itself is something that I call it as dehumanizing people. So what does that mean is that we kind of uh, take the humanity out of somebody. And what I mean by that is that if anybody has been noticing lately more than ever on social media, especially like TikTok, it's been a lot about um, politics, a lot about discussions online, like for those who had the app way before, you know, stitches were like super popular because now everybody stitches a video like everyone likes to stitch videos. And before, you know, um, what was it like months ago when the app was like just, you know, starting to become really popular. I know TikTok was like originally musically and then it became TikTok, but you know, musically back then was just about making music and dancing over it. And then that was it. That was it. But as you guys may notice, the app kind of evolved into just more than just, you know, dancing. You know, a long time ago used to be like, oh, you know, you go on TikTok. It's just about dancing. And people were like, well, I'm not really into that. So I'm not going to download the app. But now TikTok is kind of a combination of that. Plus what what is trying to be like Vine, if that makes sense, because like. 
there's a lot of people on that app who are trying to do like comedy stuff there's a lot of people who promote different things there's just so much going on in that app like honestly there's so many different ways you can look at it that it's just infinite because there's so many categories now into it. there's so many things that are going on in the app that it's just it's just very difficult to explain them all in one bit and it takes a long time to just kind of explore all of them and honestly i think the more i look at it the more i'm just like wow it, it has increased and has become huge upon our generation i think I will go as far as to say there's more accounts probably on TikTok than a lot of other social media platform. For a long time, people were like, you know, it used to be, what was it? Anything that you saw on Instagram was already been posted on Twitter and then it will be posted on Facebook and so on. But now I started to think that I noticed before I deleted my other social medias when I had all of them, I noticed that some stuff that was already posted on TikTok will be then posted on Twitter and so on. So it just kind of becoming that one of those apps where, it's becoming the central kind of like, um, how can I say this? Like the central place for people to navigate and search for like context and that kind of stuff. I don't know. It, it's becoming a huge part, I think, of people's life. And for, I think, in my opinion, not in the best way, because I've noticed more than lately, people have been posting a lot on it. They've been posting about, um, I guess, you know, a lot of politics has been talked about lately. I mean, since the whole election, I think there's not been one day when people have not been like arguing on social media about their position, about vaccines and about all that. I mean, TikTok literally for a good point. I think for a straight month, it was just on my For You page. Mind you, I've never liked the video on my For You page just because I wanted to keep that transparency of not liking any video just to not give the algorithm any tips on what to show my for you page i just kind of wanted to stay neutral so i could see i guess the most out of it i don't know if that works if somebody is more of an expert in it than i am probably you know this better but i just thought that was an idea maybe to try it out i guess it stay pretty neutral for most of the time like i always had just random videos showing up on my for you pages so i never really just kind of let the algorithm do its thing but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, you know, I'm not an expert in these things, but for, I believe, a straight month, I can't even tell you what month it was, because it was, like, probably around the election or past that, it, oh, I think I know what, it's from January to, like, March, that period of time was just full of people just going online and just debating on politics, debating on vaccines, debating on this, it just became that nonstop. I'm not even kidding. There were so many freaking videos going on at the same time. There were so many like things going on. And they were all about the same thing, though. They were all about politics. They were all about the same exact thing. And it was just so annoying to just open an app. And the first thing I see is people arguing. You know, if you wake up and, you know, and the first thing in the morning you see is people arguing, that kind of makes you feel a certain way, at least for me. I don't know about anybody else. Maybe somebody else, you know, you guys out there see that you brush it off. But for me, I just kind of like waking up and see some positive stuff. I don't like to wake up and already face the reality that there's people out there arguing with strangers, which is the weirdest thing to me. I'll get that into a second, but it's just so weird to me how people nowadays are just so comfortable arguing with strangers. Like they're complete strangers to you. Like you don't even know them. But this is the thing. This is where I'm going to get to it. Um, the whole concept of this episode I wanted to cover just to kind of like 
give you the main point of view is that we with social media and TikTok and all these apps and I think we're starting to dehumanizing people. And what I mean by that is that in unless other than really recognizing people for who they are as a person, like, you know, we're all human beings with certain characteristics. We all like to have certain beliefs. We all have certain values. We just see them as what we see on social media. So, for example, to give a brief example, Instagram, for example, um, you know, all you see on it is the picture you've been posted Majority of people see that and act like that's the person they believe they see. But as we all know, that's a fake reality. The reason, one of the main reasons why I stopped liking social media, it's because it's not the reality of the situation. You know, for example, all these Instagram models that post, you know, bikini pictures and all those kind of pictures or even or even guys for that matter that post, you know, picture shirtless or stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's not the reality of the situation. You know, most of these pictures are touched up. Most of these pictures, they change the uh, colors and all that kind of stuff to make it look better. It's all fake. And the problem with it is that now we have a bunch of people of our age or younger who think that that is actually the reality of it. And that's one of the main reasons why I think so many people in our generation are going through this kind of depression between themselves because they think that if they don't look like that or do what people do online, they're not good enough. Like for the longest time, because of TikTok, people have always think like, oh, if you post a video, it gets famous overnight. Now you're somebody. Well, that's not necessarily the case. I wouldn't take it as you're somebody. You're just someone that had a contact that got liked a lot. And that's it. You know, if you make it go over your head, then of course, yeah, you're going to think you're God on earth. But on on platforms like TikTok, having a million likes or a million followers, you're literally one of the small fishes in the entire like circle. Like there's people from other countries that are probably as big as Charlie D'Amelio, for an example, or even bigger. Like for the longest time on YouTube, we thought, you know, PewDiePie was the biggest YouTuber. But then we found out there was a what? Another channel in India that had more uh subscriber than him and there was a whole battle between people going on about who had more subscribers and who can have you know the most likes and stuff and then they won it's like there's always a bigger fish that's the point and you know what we see on social media is that what we think is this person but there's so much more to it an an analogy that i like to do about people is that people are kind of like onions there's layers to it you know the first layer is what you see but as you peel more and more into it you start seeing the true form of the person like for example the first layer could be the social media then you go in that it's personality then you go in and you get into the more deeper you go into somebody's like actual personality and true form is the reality of who they are like the more you go into it the more you realize who this person is, their true colors, what they've been through and who they are and what made them today. See, a lot of people who post those stupid uh, social media videos on TikTok that, you know, kind of like uh, the ones that do like racist ass comments and stuff like that, which is beyond ignorant. I don't, I personally can't speak on the side of saying I'll forgive them because I'm not the person or 
I guess the population they're going after. And I have no rights of saying, you know, oh, I feel I forgive you or something because it's not my place to say anything, you know. However, I always wonder one thing. And that one thing is, how did they get to be like that? You know, a lot of people blame stuff like racism, you know. It's because the family you grew up in or it's because the environment you grew up in. I am a strong believer it is the environment you grew up in, but I'm more interested to know where did that really took off. Because humans in ourselves, when we are born, when we go through life, we go through our life, you know, not knowing anything. My biggest, my biggest, like my most favorite thing that I ever thought about that I always think to myself is that life is just a big reference. And what I mean by that is that people reference things that have been done by other people. You know, you walk because you've seen other people walk and you said, well, I want to do that. So you start walking or you started drinking soda because you saw other people drinking soda and you're like, oh, I want to drink soda. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But, you know, it's certain things you do them because you see other people do them. I have a really, really strong, like, I am truly a believer. And again, I don't have the science behind it. So bear with me, take it with a grain of salt. But for example, babies, you know how they start walking after certain months? What if you put them in a family and you kept having parents just baby crawl the whole life? Will that baby still want to get up and start walking on their two feet? Or will that baby actually follow what their parents are doing and just mimic them? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's easy to say like, oh, you know, babies do that because it's a mechanical movement and it just becomes an instant. But what if that instant actually was there because all they saw was people walking on two feet and they're like, well, I must do that because people are doing that. It, you know, the way I'm doing it must be weird. And that's when I kind of start to think about like life is just a big reference. We're just referencing and doing stuff that other people have done before. And sometimes we change the way we're doing them, making them better. And sometimes we're making it worse by not following maybe proper guidelines or something. You know, that's kind of what the deal is in life. And I think, you know, over the time we find better ways to do things and we find better stuff to do. But essentially, we're just mimicking what somebody else has done before. If that person has never done it, then no one would ever do it. But because humans are curious and curiosity is what leads to inventions and stuff and discoveries that's how we got here but that's the thing we mimic a lot of what we see online and the thing is that it can be it it can be very very misguiding and misleading because always following what other people do does not make you who you are you know everybody yes like you can say the majority of a population might like something might say hey i like this or i don't like this but I have honestly believed that people nowadays do something just because everybody else is doing it and they want to feel included. And, you know, I used to be like that. I used to be someone that used to like, you know, used to like and say, hey, I want I want to be like this or I want to do that because everybody else is doing it. But the more you do that, the more it's making you, I guess, less human because 
you realize that what you do sometimes is unique because you do it. But that's what makes you you because following what everybody else does is just kind of like it's just not really who you are as a person. You're just doing it because the hell of it. And I think it's important as people to figure out who we are in life and kind of just go with what we want to do. You know, it's okay to always, you know, follow the rules or do some other stuff. Or if you want to like, you know, be a party animal or whatever your personality might be, but do it because you want to do it. Don't do it just because you saw other people doing it and you thought it was cool. You know, it's always okay to try things, but I don't think it's okay to, just mimic and do everything else everybody else is doing it because you want to be feel included i for myself i figure out that over the years the more you do stuff that everybody else does the more less unique you look like and the less the less you you become the less less of a person if that makes sense i know that that last sentence was a little eh but bear with me um but that's what i mean like it just and social media kind of does that. Everybody wants to have kind of the same social media. Like, go look at the the profiles of celebrities or people on Instagram that do modeling. They all look the same. There's nothing different. There's all pictures in bikinis, all pictures of them going on vacation. It's all the same thing. There's nothing different about it. And I think, in a way, what makes me the most, you know, sad about this is that people are willing to accept this reality rather than just going through the process of discovering oneself and it makes me think now society just likes the easier way than taking the longer way and just you know letting things take time it takes time to be someone it takes time to find out who you are i don't even know who i am fully yet and you know i'm very still i think very young and it's important to give yourself time and it's important to give yourself the skills and tools to figure out over time who you are. But it's so important that I think it's also important to think, you know, it's okay to like certain things, but don't just do it because everybody else is doing it. What my main point is, I know I might sound repetitive. I know like, Sorry, because I was thinking about what I was going to say next, and I think I just repeated like a couple sentences again, but that's what the main point is. And social media kind of dehumanized that, takes that away, because then everybody wants to do the same thing. And another thing that I think social media does wrong that I think is what's happening also on TikTok is that everybody goes on social media and sees first your skin color. I swear to God, I shit you not the majority of people on tiktok argue because the first thing they look at about somebody being a creator is their skin color and that to me is beyond ignorant the fact that you cannot like a certain creator or you cannot accept a certain creator opinion just based on their skin color and their opinion is to me bizarre like it's just bizarre because what do you have against somebody you see the reason why i don't understand racism and hate or hate towards somebody is because you can never ever explain to me how you can be mad to a stranger. Like, I don't know you. I don't know you as a person. I have no relations with you. I have no whatsoever connection with you. How can I be mad at you? Of course, if somebody does something wrong to you or says something wrong to you, then you have a reason for it. But just to see somebody and the first thing you say is just plain racist or hate against somebody to me it's just bizarre it's just so bizarre like 
to have so much hate build up in you that you just take it out on somebody that you don't know it's just bizarre it's just something so bizarre and you know people are gonna always tell me oh but you know they're gonna still do them and they're gonna still do this and that well i understand but my goodness like to be that much hate against somebody like to be this much angry against them it it's so it's so bizarre it's really bizarre to me because it doesn't make any sense and i think what happens over time is that people kind of became accustomed to this and you know you got the sides on social media where you got the constant people who call people out for being racist and being wrong and doing the wrong thing but are we really letting them be accountable? Like, I mean, the most famous thing that I've seen happen on TikTok is that people take a TikTok of someone where they said something rude or something mean or something, you know, hateful against somebody, and then they send it to their job place, they get fired, and then they don't, and then you think they're not going to work again. But you have to realize there's other ways that they can survive, you know, you don't know if these people might be eligible for the COVID, you know, uh, relief plan. And they, you know, they survive off the government in the meantime until, because let's put it this way. You might hate somebody at the moment, but because there's someone that you don't know, you're f- eventually going to forget about it. And that's what the thing is, is that people eventually move on and say, oh, we completely forgot that that one time you said this and that. They're going to forget about it. It is true. Unless people constantly talk about it as a problem until solution is found where it can satisfy everybody, which is impossible, you're going to forget about it eventually. You're going to eventually say, hey, you know what? I don't even remember why I was mad at you in the first place. And eventually they're going to go back and get a job again. But I don't think that sticks to their records. I don't think there's any way possible. And I could be wrong again, you know, take in mind, I, I am not an expert in this stuff. But if you send out that kind of video, you report them. I don't know if it stays on their record or not, because some states don't really care. And, and as sad as it sounds, they really don't. They don't care because all they do is just see that and they're going to be like, OK, we're going to fire you. And then they forget about it and they're going to hire them back up again. Like, there's no proof to show that these people actually pay for what they said. I'm not just a believer of karma. You know, if you're going to be hateful towards somebody and you're going to do bad in this world, bad things are going to happen to you back. Simple as that. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, as much as people are going to say, well, that's not enough, it's the way the universe goes. And I've seen it over time. If you do good, good things happen to you. If you do bad, bad things are going to come back to you. It's just a balance in life, finding that balance. But there's no way people can prove to me that these people that they have reported still are unemployed and have not been hired by somebody else. It's really easy for people to kind of just delete everything they posted and act like nothing ever happened. It's just really easy. It Unless people constantly record it and have it saved on their phone just so like, you know, if they try again, they can send that video out and remind people what they've done. It's not just, it's not going to stay there. And Unfortunately, I think this is a way for us to not really, I guess, holding people accountable for what they're actually and they're saying. But I'm also a believer of forgiveness. You know, eventually people are going to forgive, you know, what 
what you have said and stuff because you have to move on eventually you know as much as people are gonna hate about you you have to understand that some people unfortunately have grown up in a very small environment and that's all they've seen i mean literally moving in a small town but that i lived in the past four years has taught me that some people have never left the state and because of that you know they have never seen what the world offers and they're very close-minded and that's just all they've seen but can you blame them? I mean, yes, I can be mad at them for being stupid and ignorant, but at the same time, it's it's what it is. And, and, and you can't really just sit there all the time and tell them like, oh, you know, like do better next time because there's no one in their life that's going to constantly keep them accountable. And I'm sorry, again, you're a stranger on social media. They're not going to really care who you are. Just like you shouldn't care who they are. Because believe it or not, the moment we stop talking about, like, I think it was it. I think it was Morgan Freeman on an interview that said, like, you know, I wish, you know, people will stop, uh, um, coming up to me and say oh you are african-american or you are asian you are jewish like that's what i'm that's another part about social media that is dehumanized i was trying to get to with this whole point is that people will always see first your skin color or your opinion before even seeing you as a person what i like to see about people is not the surface of the situation i don't like to be so superficial because what you see online is probably the tip of the iceberg, but these people have so much more personality, so much more into them that it is dehumanizing to just go out and say, well, just go out and flat out say, hey, you know, you are this because of, you know, your personality or you are this because of, you know, your skin color It's dehumanizing. It's not true. And it is sad to think that people kind of come down to that conclusion, but it is the reality of the situation. And as sad as it sounds, as sad as this might be, like, I honestly think that people need to start being more open-minded and more understandable of what they're doing. And I think the only way you can help people accountable for their action is, is really to just, I guess, you know... There's, I haven't really gotten a solution for that. I honestly don't know what you could do, but you have to understand that you reporting people online, you don't know them and you do not uh, understand fully how they have um, gotten to that point. And as much as you want to make the world a better place, sometimes there's always going to be people like that. But I think the first step to start changing that is to stop um, addressing people, is to stop addressing them um, for who, you, for what you see outside of their um, their human state. And what I mean by that is to stop addressing people and expecting people to behave a certain way based on what you see outside of them like what they portrayed and show in society brother if you really want to know about somebody at least take the time and open-mindedness and well-being of understanding who they really are and then move on from that because it is honestly kind of sad to think that there's people out there who will judge and 
be hateful towards somebody just by looking of how they dress, how they look. Everybody's unique, and I think that's the beauty in the world. It's just accepting that everybody's different, and that we should cherish these differences because this is what really makes the world go around, and this is what makes the the world change and make the world a better place because if everybody was the same it would be so boring it would be literally the most boring thing in the world but it makes it even um it makes it even better to appreciate other people's culture appreciate people's belief and even if they're wrong and you're trying to correct them you know Another way that I look at it is that people online used tend to be very aggressive when they're trying to educate people. Rather, remember that if you're trying to be a teacher, you can be aggressive towards a student. You know, for the longest time, people have judged the education system in the United States for being too aggressive and letting teachers being way too much on on students and being too um, too much, I guess, like violent towards them, which doesn't really teach anything to the kids but rather being scared for their own sake and i think it's important to be understandful understandable for where they came from as much hate as you can have towards somebody be as much understandable where they came from and understand that these people might have you know some sort of problem in their life because you can't tell me that you're content with your life and have this much hate towards somebody. There must be something wrong because I'm happy with my life and I swear to God, I've never walked out in the street and just be so angry towards somebody. Like, it just doesn't happen to me. Like, you really have to piss me off. Like, piss me off. And I think it's just so... It's It's so stupid to just be so aggressive towards somebody and and so if you want to be the teacher and if you want to be somebody out there who wants to educate people better do it in a way where you can actually i guess get to them in in a in a peaceful manner where they might actually accept your teaching if you're going to be aggressive these people are going to close up and they're going to reject what you're saying because now more than ever people believe that what they believe is right and everybody else is wrong people are very entitled nowadays and People who are entitled have a really hard time accepting the reality that they might be wrong. I accept the fact that I might be wrong. You know, some things that I might say on this podcast are completely wrong. Some things might be right, but I understand that. But it's, that's the beauty about me learning about who I am and the world around me, that everybody's going to have a different opinion, a different view on the world, because we all lived a different life. And we need to understand that if we want to be more um open to teach people about what has happened in the past if we want to rewrite history so we don't let it repeat itself we need to be under we need to find a way where we can reach people in a peaceful manner and teach them about it not just go friendly out on instagram or social medias or whatever you know whatever platform you use and just go and attack them because they're not going to learn anything you're just gonna go headbutt against each other and i know this sounds a very peaceful way of saying oh everybody loves each other you know everybody come around and sing a song together no i'm just saying be more understandful if you want people to start respecting you you should start respect them first of course if they disrespect you then you have more of a reason to be like hey man like that's not cool but 
as easy as as easy as my sound and as easy as I might be saying this, I always try my best to remain peaceful and calm because letting your anger out and studying out and and stepping down to somebody else's level by going into a screen match doesn't make you the better person. It only shows that you don't have what it takes to actually deal with somebody and it does and it shows that you're not willing to actually help them out in changing their opinion and their well-being. So I mean, it is only fair that we um we try our best to be peaceful um and try our best to really work with other people because we have to be, you know, coexisting with other people. You know, there's so many billions of people in this world you're never going to be the only one. And the moment you start accepting that and the moment you start understanding that some people out there in the world are going to be out to be rude and hateful, the more you understand that, hey, look, some people might be like this, some people might be like that, but I'm willing to understand where they come from, understand why they are like that, and have a a thoughtful conversation of course if people of course there's always going to be people out there who are just going to play trying to shut you out and say hey i'm right stop being like that then let them go at that point let them go it's not worth it it's not worth the fight let them go they have much worse going on in their life if they're in that bad of a state so just let them go and live their life i mean if they're not harming you like literally physically or something where you have to defend yourself then let them go but always defend yourself if you have to, of course. I'm not saying, you know, just accept, you know, if somebody's trying to punch you, you don't just accept the punch, you know, trying to duck it, of course. Like, but not, but don't try to stoop down to their level. Like, it's not worth the time. It's not worth the, it's not worth the fight. Because I'm not saying you you want to show that you're better than everybody, but I'm just saying, Try to be the bigger person in the situation. Always try to be the bigger person because if you show that, then people, I think, are willing more to listen to you and be like, hey, this guy, I think, knows something that I might not, and I'm willing to hear hear him or her out, you know? That's just that's just how I think things goes. And I think the whole thing with social media and the way we're installed into society nowadays with the whole point that I'm trying to make in this episode is that we are most more than ever dehumanizing people by just taking what we see in six seconds and taking that to be who the person is rather than just understanding more about how they came about that decision and that statement. That's what I'm more curious about. I'm always so curious about how people get to that point because they don't they they just don't wake up one day and they're like this is it this is that they 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 have to have some sort of thought process and my intrigue is the thought process because if somewhere along those lines i can understand where they where they you know stepped in the wrong direction then i can be like okay I see now where this person, you know, did the wrong decision. So let me help them, you know, direct them in a better decision. And I think that's a good thing. You know, that's that's maybe a way you can do it. I don't know. Maybe you have your own ways. I, I think any ways that you can find to help people out where you're not harming or screaming at them or just plainly being as, as I guess, as um, 
has uh, stepping down to their level, I think it's a it's a good decision. So I hats off to you, and I think you know if you have other ways other than what I just mentioned now, I think it's a good way to talk about it. So yeah, that, that's just kind of what I want to talk about in this episode, which is more like I think if you understand, I I know I, I throw a lot of analogy out there and a lot of points, but I think the main point is that people nowadays in society we're trying we're starting to dehumanizing people a lot more and i think that's just wrong because there's so much more passion and more spirit into a person than just what you see in the outside you know every person has a soul and that soul contains so much more life than what you just think this person might have so i don't know but other than that the other thing that i want to talk about in this episode was first of all thank you so much to the people out there who've been um, holding, who, who have been leaving their minimum paid jobs and finally starting to realize that, you know, we're not getting paid enough to do those uh, food service wor- work. Um, I, re- I saw lately, I think it was a Chipotle, a bunch of restaurants closed down. Well, not closed completely, but employees pretty much quit and said that they were too overworked and they need higher wages and now there's a whole talk about raising wages at chipotle so thank you for all those people who are leaving those pointless jobs and finally starting to realize that the people have the leverage for the longest time i've been saying this people have the leverage without people working there these companies are not making the money so you guys have the 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 power to change and turn around things you don't have to wait for you know management or higher-ups to change things because they don't care they they're so disconnected with their workers that they don't even understand the fatigue and the labor work that it takes to serve all like hundreds of people a day to get them the food they want in a manner of time they want to with the quality they want to like it's just impossible like it's not impossible, but it's it's just a lot of labor and it's not worth it. Like with the amount of times and pay that you're getting, it's not worth the time. Especially getting screamed by customers and getting yelled at it, it's just not worth it. So hands off to you guys who are fighting for a cause. You know, if any of you guys out there are fighting for higher wages, I thank you for that. Because it's about fucking time. Oh, sorry, I Sorry, I swear in the podcast, I think I'm going to get explicit now for this one. But I'm yeah, it's about time. I tried to minimize the cursing in the podcast. If you're just wondering, I apologize. Um, but it's about time we're freaking, you know, changing the direction of how things have been going. Because for the longest time, people are like, oh, yeah, management will do. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if if people start unions within the, f- uh, the food industry, like Chipotle Union, Starbucks Union, because it makes sense. Like, stop letting these people say you can't unionize. Unionize gets you so much more, and it's been proven in history. Stop doing this freaking thing, this deal with where the people are like, oh, unions are terrible. How? You know how much more money people in unions make? Because unions have the power. Because if you say no, then they strike, and then you don't make any money. So it's either that or or what? And it works. It works. In so many industries, there's unions so many of them and it is worth the time and it is worth every cent of it because you are the person in power without people working there is no money going around without the people spending money there's no money going around so the moment that people understand they have the leverage and the power to do things the moment they understand that 
this is where there's going to be a turnaround and this is where people are going to start seeing that this is the this is like the the this is the moment sorry I, I blanked out for a second this is the moment where people need to start taking control of the situation and I think there's going to be a whole shift in our society where we might start going towards that. I hope we are where people are finally starting to realize like, hey, I actually make all the work here. If I don't work, these people are not going to make any money. So until I get what I want, then they're not going to make the money they want to. And trust me, these companies have so much money. They can't do that. Don't let anybody tell you they they don't have the money because they do have a lot of money. Like that's complete BS. That if you think these companies don't have the money to do and raise wages, you're so out of your damn mind. The only reason why they want to is because rich people are stingy about their money. And I understand why. You have a lot of money. You work for that money. I'm not saying like, you know, CEOs and stuff. Like, like um, I'm saying like if you're somebody who has a lot of money, like my example is if you have a lot of money and you know you worked hard for it or like you know that you're making good money. Of course, you're going to be stingy about it because you don't want people to touch your money because it's your money. It's a pride thing. You know, it's a it's a materialistic thing. It's a possessional thing, whatever you want to put it at. But it's the reality of the situation. Like people don't like when people touch their money because it's your money. You worked for it. So that's why people are higher ups are so stingy about it because they want to keep more money for themselves and not wanting other people to touch it. But you need to understand that it's not about making money. It's about giving people the quality of life to enjoy life. I think the most important thing is that now we put so much pressure and so much light on having the minimum amount to survive and actually live a comfortable life that it just seems so hard to reach that state of mind where we're all comfortable and living a normal life. Like it's literally the scariest thing to know that we are one of the few countries in the world that literally acts like we're the first world country, but literally we have the minimum amount of services available for people to survive. Like healthcare is hell of expensive. It takes a lot of hours to work and actually make a decent amount of pay so you can pay rent and pay the bills. Everything is just so fucking expensive. And again, I curse. Sorry. Again, I apologize. But there's just so many things out there that are becoming, you know, so much more untangible and less reachable for people who work a normal nine to five jobs that I don't understand why we're not trying to help other people out and say, hey, look, I'm not saying you're going to just live off, you know, making this and that, but you want to at least give them something where they're like, hey, if I have a problem or something, I don't have to donate a freaking kidney to survive like i think people tend to really live and it's just all propaganda it's all literally just the government telling you like not even the government it's just all about people believing that what they think they see in the united states is the best it could ever get but they can't forgetting that there's countries in europe countries in africa asia south america who are doing well better off than us and this is not an overstating fact that do the research, literally go online, start looking at these like countries that are doing better than us. And you see there's much more countries around the world that are much happier, a much happier population because they get the minimum amount of stuff to live off. They, they, they don't have to just pray to God that they never get sick in their life or pray to God that they're never going to have to run into um, a car accident and they can't pay off because they don't make enough money because they don't get paid enough for their work. Like it's unbelievable. The amount of stuff that we neglect that it's supposed to be based, you know, the, the base of, um, 
um like for it's just incredible for people to just think like it's it's worth it to live in a life where the basic needs are so much far away that they're not even considered basic because you need to really have a lot in your bank account to even afford them i, I don't know it, it's uh, it, it's honestly unbelievable to me and i'm sorry i know it might sound like i'm saying like oh you know free everything i'm not saying everything should be free but at least make it more affordable like it's not that difficult it really isn't it's just all about making a profit it, it it's a and, and this might sound like a typical hippie like hooray like hurrah like hey like look at me like living the freedom of life i'm just saying if things were more affordable if things were more less i guess like more achievable life wouldn't be so bad and people wouldn't be so burned out by their job and their life but because we live in a society where everything has to be a profit then we kind of forget that we can give people the basic like we kind of forget that it's okay to give people the basic amount they need to live because i mean why not what What's the problem with people by giving people like the cure they need? Like, what's the problem with giving people a life they can live comfortably with? I don't understand that. I really don't. I have no idea whatsoever why this is a problem in our society, but we're making it that way. We're thinking that making things affordable for people is a problem. Like making things reachable for people is a problem because what? They don't work hard enough to do it. Like, bro you go flipping burgers or go behind that grill you go clean a restaurant every day making minimum wage and survive off of that you go do that like it's always the hilarious to me that the people who are against it are the people who are making more money in society than the whole society itself easy for you to say right like come on now it's it's unbelievable and I think the moment people start realizing that they have the power to change this themselves before waiting for somebody else, because I'm a strong believer that if you do it yourself, you do it much faster than waiting for somebody else to do it for you. So you might as well just pick up, you know, get yourself up, go out and go get it. But don't be standing there waiting for something to happen because it's going to take longer for that than you doing it yourself. So the moment that people can start realizing they can change stuff themselves and they can go out and um, and they can go out and just, you know, do them and they can change things in the world by, you know, coming all together and asking for a better life. The moment is this, The it's going to be the moment the actual history will change and will not repeat itself. So I, I hope and I pray for a day that I can see the world baby starting to turn into a better direction. But for now, we're in a period of change. So I think it's going to be like this for another couple of years, probably because there's a lot of change going on. And I think the beauty, I guess you could say it's a beauty. I don't want to offend anybody. But the beauty of this virus is that people, by staying at home, have realized that for so long they accepted this reality and this is not the best they could get. Like, there's so much better life they could be living off that they could be receiving than what they've been dealing with for the past few years. So, 
I think in a way by us staying at home and realizing how crappy of a life we were living and how just unbearable it was for us to be sitting in a life like this, the better, the more we actually started to realize now that we need to do better, that we could do better, that we could receive better. So I honestly think this is a good time for us to just kind of come together and start saying, hey, we need to change this now. Like, that's enough we can change that. So hopefully that happens. I don't know. You never know what, what to expect in life. That's the beauty of it. But I hope that in the future, you know, some change will happen and that we can all kind of just start making and living a better life. And I think that's going to make a lot more people more happier and more acceptable. And I guess more happy to be here in the moment than be somewhere else or escaping reality, that sort of thing. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so this is pretty much what I want to talk about this episode. It's just, you know, dehumanizing people, just hoping that people stop doing that and that we stop looking at people just for what we see outside and rather just making more of understanding who they are really inside. And also the fact that in society we need to start changing a lot of things. And I think, again, the moment people start realizing they have the leverage, it's the moment we're going to change this a lot faster, like literally in overnight. So, again, that's kind of what I talk about. I I don't have any social media anymore, guys. Um, so, I don't know if you guys like, um, like or not my episode. I hope I wasn't too explicit. I hope I wasn't too harsh on certain topics, but that's just kind of what I've been thinking about. And I hope you think about it too. I think it's a good point to pinpoint at and kind of reflect upon because it is something that's going on in our society. And I think not too many people shine a light on it. And I, I think I just wanted to shine a light on this problem because I think it is a real issue. And I think it's time for us to just start to start changing the way we use social media and to start changing the way we start thinking about people because I think there's so much more we can do as humans. It's just we don't want to put in the work to not just do the bare minimum, you know. It's always easier to do the bare minimum, but it's always better when you put a little bit more work into it. So I don't know. That's kind of what I want to talk about. And again, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope um more listens to come i will try to stay and post more if if i can um again these episodes kind of come to me when i think about them so as soon as i have another episode idea i will post it um but again i hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you so much again for supporting the podcast i really appreciate all the listens i truly truly i am beyond blessed that you guys are listening and I hope you enjoy it. I, again, I have no way of telling, but I guess um, it's kind of a guess game. I hope <laughs> people enjoy the podcast. Uh, I hope it's a good listen. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Life Round. I'm your host, Marcello, and we'll see you guys soon. Have a great day.